week. Weekly feed. Music news show the fifteenth uh, of November. Kyle Meredith, Aaron Keane, Sean Cannon. It's the uh, the, uh, the 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 official the the uh, what. Uh, the original group. That's what I'm looking yes, for. Yes, the original lineup. Yeah. It's been a while. It's a reunion. <laughs> Pay us money. It's like lots the, and lots of dollars. It's kind of like that Mod Squad movie. We're back. Tell me. <laughs> I'm going to go well, with Monster Squad instead, by the way. I was going to go Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, nice. No, I'm, yeah, with, I'm with you, you on know, that. Sean looks good in a miniskirt. You know when a Wolfman has Nards reference? Can we say Nards? I sure we can say Nards. We can say Nards? Of course we can say Nards. We just said Nards five times. Can we say it it six times? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Let's get into this. Uh, Lily Allen is So, big news. Beetlejuice sequel. (laughs) Michael Keaton is officially on board. Yeah. No, that's really true. That's true. true. Tim Burton, too. Oh, my God. But Tim Burton's behind it. That's that's real. I've been a workaholic for the past two weeks. I haven't noticed anything. Yeah. There's lots of good movie news right now. That is amazing. That's the only good movie news. That's the only movie news that matters. I'm so glad somebody's putting Michael Keaton to work in like something. Um, halfway productive. He's been doing voice work lately, right? He's in the new RoboCop movie. That's just well, <laughs> I guess he's going to. Which have at to first I just thought was put uh, real pants on for this job. Yeah. But I just thought that was the that was the Beetlejuice sequel, the RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. Let's do this for real. Lily Allen, by the way. Lily Allen is back. Lily Allen is back. Speaking of reunions, yes, she's back with a new single. Um, It's hard out here. Well, let's do this first. I am really excited that Lily Allen's back. Yes. Sean and I were talking about this a couple days ago, uh, and and she does represent something that is needed in pop music. It's really kind of unfortunate that the song is not that good. Even as controversial as it, unintentionally controversial as it is now, it's not that great of a song. Let's... Okay, like I mean, was... I'm just gonna say it. Are Lily Allen songs ever like awesome yes, songs? The they're fear. just they're they're like funny and snarky and. But cool, the fear was really like... good, and this is like a, a less good version of the okay. fear. Yeah, the yeah, fear was I mean, good. Okay, so she had one. So she, I mean, and, and this is not like to to diss Lily Allen. Really, no. I think she's no, it very, totally is. I think she's very fun. I think she's a great personality. I think she's um, offering a much needed counterbalance and just outright snark mm-hmm. to um to current video culture basically like i don't even want to call it music culture it's video culture I love the it's video. all it's all visual and and yeah. absurd yeah the um the signs of the the middle-aged white manager instructing lily and her backup dancers on how to properly twerk is um like that kind of says it all right there yeah. i think she looks fabulous too she's got a fun sense of fashion that does not revolve around um you know shock value but really um kind of a great sense of style and, um, you know, the, the video is just full of fun gags, like um, a housewife hand washing um, rims. You right, know? right, <laughs> like, right. I Although I that. wish they were the actual rims and not just uh, the hubcaps. Like, I wish she was actually washing <laughs> that the seems heavy. Well, of course know. it does. Is that your complaint <laughs> with the video, Sean? No, that... honestly. Also, because they honestly, have to stand up in the drying tray. I mean, really, visually speaking, I like, if it. I were setting that up, I I'd be it. like, let's just go for the hubcaps. But that makes it look more like they had a budget. That meant that they could only go to Walmart and buy like some some of those cheap. What do you call the gold bricks in the background, Sean? What? Whither are the gold bricks? Oh, I didn't realize those were real. I assumed that those were <laughs> oh, painted. Oh, please, please. Uh, all, we shot the budget on gold bricks, <laughs> so we're gonna have to go low budget from no, here on out. In all in all honesty, I do I do have some complaints about the video. It's kind of racist. <laughs> I mean, it's not racist. It is it's totally it's, racist. It's not it, racist at all. Okay, Sean, it's not. It's, I'm, I mean, not saying it's it's poking, intention, no, I'm not saying it's intentionally it's racist. Even, I don't think it's unintentionally racist. I think what she's doing is pretty much putting the um, casual racism of these other videos on shout. Right. But she but, never had that in mind at all. But the thing is, I think that's part of the issue, though, is her. Uh, hipster racism, ironic racism, 
is still a form of racism. It's people saying, I'm not racist, but I'm definitely going to make a big deal about this. And, the, and, and again, I'm not saying it's intentional, but all of those women were completely and totally underdressed, and she was totally covered up. Yeah, I thought all, that was... All of the black women... The point... No, that was the point was of the video. ...was to show the exploitation. That you don't have to I'm, I'm dress a, down. Well, I'm aware know. of that. I think that the point of the video was to show the very deliberate, stark contrast between them and show the level of exploitation that's been going on but, lately. But the, and, but like, the video... Miley Cyrus's routines and Right, videos. the video and the song aren't about racism, they're about sexism. And she's making comments yeah, but about for, sexism... Yes, but, but I think that, like, by for... By using... By using black culture, but for women of color, right? I mean, like it's all it's all part and parcel of it. I mean, I don't disagree, but most black women are saying, "Hey, this is racist." I don't see it. I just don't see that. I, I, it's, I mean, no, I, I, I see the, it. I see the racism. They'll call it, but present. I don't think it's, re- I don't think it's real. I don't think that's what she did. Well, I don't know. I'm not saying she did that. I'm saying that's a reality of the world we live in. I saw the video's direction as trying to call attention to that very blatant level of mm-hmm. racism in the entertainment industry. That it was, um, that, but that it was in, in a, it was a, it meant to um, speak against, not encourage. And it's possible Lily Allen didn't have that in mind, but she didn't direct the video I mean, either. The, so. the way it's laid no, out but for... The, but the song is about... The song is about... Uh, it's hard not, out here for a girl in the music industry. Right. It's, it's about, hard to yeah. be a girl it's in the music industry. It's about feminism. It's not about racism. That's, and that's all it is. See, that, that's how I still see it. What she's saying there is also how I see the video. Maybe I'm doing a... You know, well, yeah, I mean, depictions, no pun intended, black and white. You know, well, I mean, scenario depi- depictions here. of of women in the and the and the um the role of women of color in the music industry is both a gender issue and a race issue. I mean, they're that you can't really separate them out. No, but yeah. I don't. But I think that that's what people have, by and large, been trying to do when they make you know when you read four thousand word Jezebel uh, essays about. Well, maybe you do. <laughs> well, I I don't. That's the thing. But I know those those happen as people try to separate those two issues, but. They shouldn't be, and I do think in this instance, again, it's not intentional racism. It's uh, I'm going to say it accidental racism. That's interesting. Uh, I would never think that somebody would make a vi- like that w- would go to that those lengths to make a video that's pointing out everything that is wrong with this current culture, and not have done that in a deliberately sort of like yeah. um, right. But I don't and this think is that's another is, and this is another thing that's wrong. I don't, but I, I don't think I think it's like when I saw it, I thought about it as a commentary, not about race at all, but commentary on how hard it is, especially because that's what the song is about, to be a woman in the music industry. And that's the thing. And I understand that, that there might be a bit of that in there. But again, you know, ironic hipster racism <laughs> is still racist. Is the next country song due out in 2014? In a truck. I want to move along here. <laughs> ironic because, uh, hipster racism in my truck. James Murphy is kind of blowing my, my mind tractor. with this, uh, this my new tractor. little story he's got. <laughs> James Murphy, you know, he's done with LCD Sound System. He's now produced uh, the Arcade Fire. I think he's even done a film or something. Uh, so his next thing is he wants to set the New York subway system as a musical instrument. Uh, so what what he's doing, he's making each different tunnel a different tone. Uh, for uh, different uh, keys, certain specific keys that you will hear as you're going through that. So when you hear a song later in life, you'll be like, oh, that's Union Station. Can you activate it by peeing on it? (laughs) 
<laughs> heat That's sensor? the real test. That's heat the real sensor? test. No, P test. You know, um, because my big idea was just to turn all the New York City subway terminals into um, into giant urinals. Yeah, so, but that's what they are already. Right, no but difference. like just go ahead and porcelain everything up and like have cakes scattered <laughs> everywhere. I mean, just make this like super functional. That's true. I would like art. to see some urinal cakes in, into the, in the just, subway trains. Yes, exactly. So we all know. A urinal can also be art, right? We know our art. Well, that's the Rolling Stones. So, yeah, they got in trouple for that. Do you do you not remember that? I'm just gonna. <laughs> oh, God. It was the it was the urinal made his lips. Which, by the way, the uh, the f- girls got mad and said that's uh that's bad. You can't do that. You can't make urinals uh, Rolling huh. Stones lips. So, I like I urinal like urinal art. I like that Kyle equates the Rolling Stones with art. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, I like I, the fact that I say that I I draw upon the historical basis of a urinal as art, and, and that's where it comes. And yeah, he comes yeah, from. Yeah. He goes only as far back as the Rolling Stones. Dig deeper, Kyle. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this though. Uh, back on the actual subject here, James Murphy. This might be a, a, an absurd idea that could only happen in New York, but it is one of the most original things that I have heard come out of music. Just about ever. I'm pretty sure he can at least make a TED Talk out of it. <laughs> I, I just assume that he would eschew TED Talks altogether and start his own speaking tour based around this project specifically. No, Him just his own Rollins? version of TED Talks. Jimmy Chats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's up with Bieber this week, huh? <laughs> yes, oh, this God, week, yes. as opposed to uh, I mean, Justin, week? Justin Bieber continues to be just sort of an idiot. Um, he had a concert in um, on a South American tour. He was in Buenos Aires. Um, absolutely passed up a chance to sing a song from Evita, which is mistake number one. Mistake number two is that um, uh, fans threw a pair of Argentine flags on the stage, mm-hmm. and he basically treated them like so many pairs of underwear that get tossed at him. And um, just sort of wipe them across and off the stage with his shoes and microphone stand. Um, that's not the worst thing. A country's thing that, flag. Like, like, he did a lot while in South America, and that's what he's going to get in trouble for. Like, the, he also vandalized a building, uh, you know, cut spray painting it or whatever. Uh, he was, you know, got that nice picture taken of him by whatever random uh, lady he slept with but that one legal. night. But that's, that's totally that is legal. That's legal. Completely legal. I'm just saying, he did a lot and it was kicking, you know, some flags. It's what's going to get him in trouble. So. Disgracing Argentina's flag is a crime punishable by up to four years in prison. There you go. Yeah. Can so, we send Bieber to an Argentine prison? So can we? Now, can you, ra- we? you raised an interesting point, though. You said that he knocked them off the stage like so many pairs of underwear. Here's the real question. Were they Argentine flags? Or underwear with the Argentine flag on oh. them. They were flags. I'm guessing if um, <laughs> Do disgracing wear Argentina's flags? flag is a crime punishable by up to four years in prison, then people aren't going around wearing it on their butts. I guess that's true because pooping on the flag that would, is going to get you yeah, in trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sean, well, if we your can, hygiene, it troubles me. If we can send Lady Gaga to space. I mean, if they're space, underpants, you never if, know. Stuff happens. Sometimes it works its way out. Well, you don't have any control. Of, speaking of prison shenanigans... <laughs> Speaking of prison uh, oh, go on. we have found our missing member of Pussy Riot. <laughs> oh, that's true. She turned up in a, just in a different uh, Siberian prison Yeah, yeah. Why is it? Nobody's talked to her yet, though, right? Why is it that your punk rock dissidents are always, you always find them in the last place that you look? It's <laughs> true. That was a dad joke. Siberian. <laughs> so sorry. Prison camp. Although I did think Here, it was- she's not dead. And, no. she's, uh, and she's over her hunger strike, which I think means they've been force-feeding her. I don't know. I, I did mm. think it was weird, though, because you know people kept saying, oh, no, she disappeared. And then I'd see another report that says, she's in Siberia. And then another report, nobody knows where she's at. 
She's in Siberia. Um, they Snowden. Where she is. You know, they haven't heard of her. They haven't heard from her because apparently they quarantine new prisoners in their Siberian prisons. Mm-hmm. God knows what you might bring into a Siberian prison mm. that could make it more unpleasant for everyone. Well, I, there are a few things. I know. I can't wait for it. your biography. I don't uh, want to talk about uh, it. A couple more stories I want to get to before the end of this. Um, Rutgers University teaching a theology class on Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, they do these topical seminars. This um, happens. There's sort of little, little, um, you know, slant view of um, of topics, especially theology. I mean, this is a this is a huge industry anyway. The the gospel according to the Simpsons, right? That sure, kind of sure. thing. The I thing mean, that the thing that surprised pop, me about pop this culture lens to examine theology. That, Not new. Well, no, but this is in New Jersey, so I just assumed the thing that surprised me is that this isn't a class about how Bruce Springsteen is God. Right. <laughs> no. Not at all. I just that, and that was my that was just my assumption. It, it, that you know. If it would be in any other state, any other country, uh, the topic at hand, which is discussing Bruce Springsteen's use of biblical literature and theological themes in yeah. his catalog, that would make sense. What do you do with this? In New Jersey, I don't understand how it's not just yeah. uh, Bruce Springsteen is God. Let's study that somehow. I mean, no one's majoring in this. I get it. But but somebody's parents are paying for this. Now, I'm interested. I would take the online class, you know, at Phoenix University or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you would, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but someone's parents okay. are going back Let and like, oh, to- oh, I got a D in the, the boss's here's, theology. <laughs> no, here's, here's, okay, A, people can major in theology. It is actually a real thing. That's true. That's not it. B. No, it's um, probably not. Yeah, it's got the reason to do with the reason school. why you teach these um, these sexy topics classes is because you're basically teaching the same skills in this as you would in um, you know secrets of the 18th century novel. You're teaching students how to read and think and write critically about a text. I get behind that. You got to remember it. that's this it is, right there. This is Aaron's wheelhouse. Yeah. This is, yeah. Thank you for the explanation. Although, you're welcome, I, Kyle. I do love that you said sexy topic class. Bruce Springsteen and God. Dude, you saw the the crotch on the thing on the yeah, Super Bowl. You I know, I mean, I mean, we're using sexy in the academic sense, <laughs> which is to say, this is not secrets of the 18th century Here, British let novel. Let me let me uh, let me tweet that we're using sexy in the academic <laughs> sense. My last thing, uh, Alanis Morissette's headed to Broadway. It's a, if 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 American Idiot can do it, the uh, the folks who put that on says, well, I'm just going to randomly close my eyes and pick any '90s album that it's, sold more than five million. Well, they better yeah. put Alanis on Broadway if they want this show to stay up because American Idiot closed pretty much the second that Billy Joe wandered out of the building. I mean, yeah, you said true. it's your last thing. This is my last thing too, because as soon as I walk out of here, I'm going to go jump off a building. <laughs> if this is what it's come to, if this is what do the we, world of Broadway do we musicals really has... need to actually see. The Dissolution Dave of Alanis <laughs> and Dave Coulier's awful Canadian romance. I'm going to tell you on stage in front of us. We do not. I'm going to tell you how it could have been worse. It could have been Cracked Rearview. It could have been Hootie and the Blowfish's Diamond album on Broadway. Your phone is just going to Hold light up. My A producer hand. is going to call you now <laughs> and make this because that's for what you. I think. I think they just closed their eyes and said, "We need something that sold a lot, so the nostalgia factor is high." Right. It over five million. It definitely has a cultural touchstone feel yeah. to it. It, it could um, have been. You Cracked can review. completely capitalize. Yeah, yeah, but Cracked Review is not cool. I mean, what you're doing is you're capitalizing on gen- on a bit of Gen X nostalgia here <laughs> because. Um, um, we are the olds now, and uh, and are willing to pay, and we're willing to pay for this sort of. Thing. It seems like it'd just be rent too, you know, going down in the theater and that whole line. You live, you learn. The toboggans and ironic. You know, people you know, had AIDS is... in rent. The worst thing that happened in Jagged Little Pill is like your boyfriend dumped you after you blew him in a movie. Theater. Alanis is going to no, write the, new songs. The she worst could do thing it, happened though. was that it rained. 
<laughs> on your wedding day. That's a metaphorical wedding day, Sean. <laughs> yeah, but I'm assuming in the in the That's musical. That's also terrible. Every time you go home for Thanksgiving and people are like, so when are you going to settle down? You're like, metaphorical wedding day. Right. Like, again, though, I'm assuming in the in the show it'll be a real, yeah. literal oh, wedding day. Do it. God. Yeah. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Aaron Keen, thank you. Sean Cannon, it's been nice. We'll see you next week. No, it hasn't. No, it's okay. It <laughs> the oh, weekly feed. I don't know if it's being horizontal that does it, but I all of a sudden, know. all of a sudden, her body temperature raises 55 degrees, and uh, it burns to to touch her. Wow. Okay, 